Yo. What up? What up? Yo, welcome to the Carbon Footprint. Episode 14. Yeah, yes, I think sir. so. 14, right? Episode man. 14. Wow. And so for those of you who are new to the podcast, um, Juan and I get together once a week, have a couple of drinks, and talk about everything under the sun, usually things that are going on during the week. And we try to touch on things that um, have made an impact, whether they are positive, negative, or otherwise. Oh, yeah. Just anything, man. Just, it's just what's something people are going to remember. <laughs> so what are we drinking today? Uh, man, we drink. We got this uh, this from Cooper's Hawk. It's a red called a Barbera. Um, yeah, man. Cooper's Hawk has been pretty good. We, we got that wine club thing going. That place is it's here, right? It's close to here. Yeah, it's close to here. It's like uh, I'm less than 10 minutes from it. So I, And I got this wine club membership. You get like two wines a month. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, we just drop in, we pick our two bottles, it's any bottles of a selection. And then if you want the higher end, you can like upgrade, you know, you can trade in your two for the one type yeah. thing. Um, but yeah. And then their food is fantastic. You haven't eaten at Cooper's Hawk? Their food is fire. I, and I was skeptic at first. I'm not going to lie. Cause it's based in Illinois. So like who in Illinois makes good wine, but what they do is a partner with like vineyards in California and all over the world and all that stuff. But yeah, anyway, it's, 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 it's awesome. It's really ah, good, man. Good. good. Yeah. Shout out to those guys. Shout, oh, out, yeah. to Shout out Cooper's Hawk, man. Never Cooper's had a bad Hawk. meal there ever. And the wine, the wine is, is, is tasty. If you guys ever feel like, you know, sponsoring an episode or two, leaving us some food for dinner, you know, pre-episode, you know, we're down with that. <laughs> Just Absolutely. That we, we could use a little bit of food. <laughs> we're getting a little light in the ass. You know, we're throwing a couple bottles of wine. You know, we're not greedy. <laughs> we'll work for alcohol. <laughs> Yo, man, so let's get into it. This week, man, big news. Um, man, I would say big negative carbon footprint. Um, Beirut, uh, that either they had a... Either they had a surge in the coronavirus deaths or uh, they were celebrating the 75th anniversary of the bombing of Hiroshima. Hiroshima. I, mean, I thought it was Independence Day. <laughs> you seen the way they initially went off. All the, it was like yeah. fireworks. And then it just exploded, exploded. So you saw the video. Yeah. Bro. That, that was thing, intense, man. I mean, you know, we, you know, I know we, we started off with the dark humor there, right? But, man, like... That really reminded me of 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 that of that old video of of when they when they bombed Japan when, yeah, we, yeah. when we bombed and it Japan. just it's mushrooms it's a mushroom and the whole, cloud yeah yeah no it was it was insane but yeah I, I was I was laughing initially because I'm seeing like fireworks and I'm like man somebody got out of hand with the Independence Day celebration and then you just see the the follow up explosion right. and you're just like oh wait what because I don't know like every video I saw was like the minute that second explosion hit either people were falling or running or whatever like the guys with the cameras so then it kind of made it more real where you're like oh wait this is bad man yeah and it was you know some of the videos that I saw and it was and it was you know this is just to show the day and age that we're in right it's like everybody has a phone everybody has a camera and so people were were filming it from different perspectives and so some people were like on their balconies just, just watching the fire, yep. lighting the big fire in the city, and watching the fire, and then this blast comes, and that, and that, and that shockwave, you know. And if you're in that region, man, like that, um, I know when I saw it, my initial thought was like, you know, terrorist attack or some bombing or whatever. And, and at least so far, it looks like it was accidental. Um, but then I wonder if you're in that area too. They have all this kind of civilian uproar right now, and these protests and these riots, and all. dude, they've and, had that shit forever. Like yeah. that, that, that country or that. I don't know if it's the entire country, but they've been in like a civil war from like 1975 to like 2000. 
And then then they got somebody in office who they, I guess they thought they wanted, and then he was corrupt, so they killed him. Yep. So there's been just like civil arrest for my entire lifetime. Yeah, pretty much. And it's it's a shame, man. That's a beautiful city. Like when you see those shots yeah. of of it, I'm like, man, and it's on it's on the water, it's a port. You see all these like because I think a lot of people think of like Lebanon or Beirut, and you just think like, oh, it's a war zone, or yeah. it's some like it's gorgeous like the 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 scenery like you were seeing like the port what blew up was uh ammonium nitrate i guess it was sitting at the yeah. port that they confiscated at least that's what the thought is but um yeah, they had they a had gorgeous city on the water in the mediterranean you forget that it's like on the other side of like cyprus which is another gorgeous, another island. gorgeous yeah. island yep they had like over 2700 tons of this stuff that they just didn't store correctly allegedly 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 because right. uh now i think these people are using this to, to to kind of as a as an anchor to, to kind of show like hey look we've been telling you guys our government is 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 kind of useless and and right. doesn't know and these people don't follow protocols and because i guess they're um the knock now is that this was stored improperly or whatever right. it is but they're saying this stuff was from russia which i don't know the ammonium nitrate the 2700 Pounds were from Russia and it was confiscated, I guess, on from a cargo ship. Ah, okay. And it was crazy, man. I didn't get too far into it, but I, remember, I, I was reading the story and it was like the ship sat at the harbor, dude. They didn't let them leave for a year. So the people lived on the ship for a year. Get out of here. Yeah. And then they, because I guess they were like waiting for it to kind of work itself out. Yeah. It's been there for seven years. <laughs> so they got to leave, but they took the, the cargo. So apparently the, the ammonium nitrate can be used for, obviously, for explosives. Mm-hmm. But also as a fertilizer, so you can like, you can like grow some shit, or you can blow some shit. You can up. blow some shit up, or you can literally say these people full of shit. This and it'd be just it'd be right. <laughs> Bro, what happened to just using like cow manure? But so yeah, so I don't <laughs> know. Is that is cow- it mixed with that? Like, what is it that they? I know they said they use it for. Yeah, and they, I mean, in in some of the you know, depending on which articles you read, um, some of them just go like, oh yeah, it's a fertilizer. It's, it's a fertilizer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fertilizer. Man, this gonna, is this shit called mesothelioma? <laughs> is it that one? <laughs> it just it just uh, caused you to grow a sixth toe. <laughs> Damn, ammonium. I'm trying to think of, man, I suck that chemistry. Ammonium nitrate. Okay, because I knew it was explosive, but I'm trying to think of how you would. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody hit us up. I'm not even. I'm going to Google that. Yeah. I'm not even trying to get into that. Yeah. Um, but man, it left like 300,000 homeless. And so either, well, let me say, right, homeless or with a roof over your head and no windows. Yeah, yeah. Because like, that shit, like if you were in that in that shockwave, uh, oh, in that, right, in that shockwave blowing radius, right like. I saw, man, I don't know, did you see the video of the wedding? I saw, I saw two. I saw, the, I saw one wedding and I saw another one who was just taking pictures. Um. And it was like pre-wedding or whatever. Yeah, and the couple's taking the, the that, and, I did and somebody's recording it. Like they're taking pictures, but somebody's taking a video of the person taking pictures of them. And they're pretty far away, at least it looks like from the thing. But like you're right, like the shock waves when it goes off, everything around them just the minute in the video you can just see all the windows go psh, 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 like all one by one, right. just go off. And they were far enough away where they obviously weren't in the blast, but they felt the rubble and the shake, and they thought it was like an earthquake initially, I guess. And that was insane. That video was, a, I, I hate to use the word coolest because it's a no, shitty no, scenario, just, but it was a pretty neat video. The way it was shot, like the guy, I go, man, somebody hire him to do, like, if that guy doesn't get any publicity after this, like he had slow-mo shots of a of a couple in a wedding dress and a suit, like running down alleyways and stuff. Like he actually edited it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, shout out to this guy, like wedding photographer of the year. 
<laughs> and he still kept recording me like, I'm gonna tell you right now, that shit happens, I'm dropping everything. everything. I'm out. <laughs> and I mean, you know, we sit here and we make light of it, man, but that's that, you know, a lot of people died in that. Um, and it's it's a tragic situation and, and just a tragic situation all around in, you know, in that region. Um, those folks, you know, with their with their government and with the oppression. Um you know, just shout out to those guys, man. Definitely in our hearts and prayers. And um, I did see some. I did see some cool things after that, man. And 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 you know, whenever there's tragedy, it's always the opportunity to 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 come together, right? And there was a lot of that. Where you see, they showed people sort of going through the streets and just like helping each other. And um, and then it also made me think about like here. And the things that we have going on, and what we have going on here is important as well. And I'm not trying to 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 um, belittle like Black Lives Matter or anything like that. Um, but it really it makes you look here and you go, man, like nobody here knows what it's like to be. And sorry, anyone who was born and raised here and has lived here and lived in this country their entire life doesn't know what it's like to be born and raised in a war-torn country. Oh, we got lucky. Like, the fact that we're here in this country, right? We're lucky. Because, you, like you said, you, you look at so many countries around the world where some of those people, the only thing they did wrong was they were born in the wrong place. That's right. Right, like, there's there's civil wars going on in so many places. Um, and he said war-torn country. And for some people, that's like a Tuesday, right? Like, they hear explosions, and they're kind of like, all right, off to, off to school today. Look, people, no, yeah. no, one, no one here... That I'm that I'm aware of. I mean, obviously, I don't know everything that goes on in every in every in every corner of the U.S. But to my knowledge, no one here can say, "Yep, I was hanging out at my house, and a bomb dropped, you know, right outside or through my home." You know what I mean? Like yeah. that shit doesn't happen. Yeah, or insurgents rolled in and took all the women or the men hostage or what? You know, whatever killed off a whole village of people and all that. Yeah, man, we're. We're, it's perspective, man. We're, we're uh, we definitely have our um, our things that we need to work on, but yeah, we're, we're definitely lucky that we're not in some of these other places, man. Absolutely, for man. damn sure, man. Yeah, that, so staying in that region of the world, um, TikTok, like this is real. They're about they're about to ban this, right? Trump put it out there. I, I want to say he actually like, gave a deadline. Yeah. I want to say it's like it's like the end of September or something like that. Do, do you sell, bro? If if you run TikTok and the president of the United States. Uh, gives you an ultimatum essentially which is what he did do you give into that i'm trying to th- i'm trying to think of the of the of like the the personality of a person who would make it that far right like you're gonna be there's gonna be an ego involved right, right? there's gonna be there's the other part of you that knows you can cash out then there's the other part of you who goes nah this guy's giving me a, an ultimatum to sell no and then i wonder i don't know what tiktok's user base is but how much of it is us i know it's a lot but but is it is it 50% of theirs? Is it 25? Is it well, 20? Well, apparently, man, even in China, they don't use the same version that we do. Like, they actually have their own version. Of TikTok? Of TikTok. Like, it's actually even called, like, it's, I mean, it's like, I think it's even called something else. Okay. Because um, they have WeChat. I know. And, 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 and to be fair, China doesn't allow any of our social any media Any of our apps. stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, you can't even go on Google there, right? No. Like, and I think the most used social media app in the world is WeChat. It's the China one. So it's, yep. it's which is pretty cool. It does everything. Like, well, can, they probably, pay for it and every Like, they pay through it. I mean, um, I remember this, like, six, seven years ago, somebody that we worked with, actually, that we both knew, um, 
who worked kind of on that side of the world, he put me onto it and he was showing me that like even at that time, their cabs, you can go to stores. It was kind of like Venmo and Cash App built into this social media app. And that was like five years Dude, ago. Dude, this probably, was at least five, right? six years ago, at least at minimum. And so they were doing this back then. And he goes, Oh yeah, yeah. If you get out of a cab, they just you there's like a, a, a barcode thing that you scan on your on your WeChat and that's how you paid and so I mean so it was and I remember like even he had it and and at one point in time we used it as like the team communication through there the stuff you can do through it was amazing was was really good and i think it was the most widely used social media platform in the world at at that time now is it is it because they got so many damn people of course listen anytime china leads in everything usually by sheer volume right like for a country that limits how many kids you can have I don't think that shit is handled correctly because or somebody's somebody's forgetting paperwork in there somewhere, dude. Cause they still It's a lot more than what we have. That's that's mm-hmm. for sure. Um but you know, there's all there's all the conspiracy theories, right? Of like like even the 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 whole like um WeChat. Matter of fact that was brought up and, and, and folks were saying, Oh, well they actually use WeChat to like sort of control their people and even the people it's that, a that, that that sort of like country, of course they do, man. Like <laughs> It's a progressive communist country. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't. It's a Republican Democratic nation. <laughs> but it'd be interesting to see, man. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's some buyers out there. Do you know how much it's going for? Yeah, dude. I I, I looked this up before we count on. It was it, the estimates right now are anywhere from fifteen to fifty billion dollars. That's a big difference. That's a huge difference, and I'm telling you, they're gonna get closer to the fifty because Twitter is worth about $29 billion. Oh, wow. And I would say at the moment... At the moment. TikTok is way hotter than Twitter is. And it's so, hotter, but I wonder if it has more users. It's def- Twitter, definitely no, Twitter's been around longer. And I think the, the other thing about Twitter is I don't know young folks use Twitter anymore. I think maybe some of us... Uh, I don't even want to say some older, man. Cause I, but, but yeah, some of us aging folks. Some of us folks who have high school diplomas... Aren't as on TikTok as much as as we are probably on Twitter because I don't I don't know a whole lot of people on Twitter, and Twitter to me is the funniest one of the bunch right now. Like I I like to follow people on Twitter because you can just be witty and like you know two sentences and just do stuff and just move on. Like you don't have to go down the rabbit hole of the politics or like yeah. like if you don't want to, or of the you know like and even if it is politics, it's usually some one liner that's pretty funny and then you just like yeah. No, I on. love the fact that they limit yep the the amount of characters you can put in there, so that you so you're not reading books. No, and it's it's great. Yeah, I, I, I find it funnier. And I actually get half of my news, I think, from Twitter. I just look on their discovery feed, and that's how I find out about anything. <laughs> it's Twitter. I don't, I, don't go to, I don't go to Fox. I don't go to CNN. I don't go to MSNBC. I go to Twitter. And I'm like, and it, it's hilarious because I could hear that somebody died, and I immediately go to Twitter. I'm like, if it's not trending on Twitter, it's not true. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just go to Twitter to see Jesselnick. Jesselnick. If somebody died, I want to see what Jesselnick has Dude, to say about if it. If there's a tragedy, I will absolutely go to Twitter to see. All right, and let's see what Anthony Jesselnick has to say because normally they're so fire. His stuff is just. I, he might have had one about this Beirut thing. I can't remember I'm sh- it. I'm he sure had, he had that did. something, I'm man. Sure it was so did. great, too. Like, um, but I think Microsoft is open to is opening is open to buying TikTok. Of, of course, course of course they are. <laughs> of course he is. Um, but we'll at see. At this point, it's like he's just battling what uh, Zuckerberg and Bezos and all these guys. They want to be like the richest probably person in I don't even know what the world at this point, but U.S. Bezos is getting up there. Be- Bezos is going to be the first trillionaire in. 
in our lifetime, man, I think you know, he's so? gonna he's gonna get damn close. He'll get dude. really close. Dude, Amazon is so I hate it, but I love it. Like I love it, bro. I I get everything on Amazon, like everything, and and it's so. So you can't hate it that you much. Go, you know, no, I like, and I say I hate it, like just almost from a uh, like it's crazy to be that good at something. Like it, I, I gotta say a quick story. So I something broke on my pool over the weekend. Like a part that's that it, first off, it was a bitch for me to find what the part actually was, like the part number. Um, and then when I did find it, uh, almost everyone that I talked to couldn't get it to me in less than a week. I'm talking pool warehouses here locally. We're like, yeah, we don't have it. But we can get it in a week. I bullshit you not, dude. I on Saturday at two three p.m. I was like, I took the part number, I put it into Amazon. I was like, oh, let me just try my luck. I didn't think they'd have it. It's literally a part two a component. Right. It showed up on Amazon. I order. It was at my house within three hours. A part that no one could get to me for a week who specialized in who pool parts. Specialize in the who pool specialize part. in pool parts. Who this part should be fairly common. They got it to me in like three hours. And I was like, Jeff Bezos might be a god. I don't know. <laughs> but this guy is I, I'm like, they're going to take over. There's there's no, like, I, I don't even know what the downside is. To, I mean, other than people get all bent out of shape about the privacy and the and how much control they have and I, I, yeah but you know what's funny man like you don't have to order through them so no, i love the people that, no. that that talk about that go, to where it's like, yeah, go anywhere <laughs> you can go to any local store you can pay cash it's all about convenience right and, and we've already proven that we're a society that will that will trade privacy for convenience absolutely we do it for everything right and then we throw the privacy thing out there when it doesn't suit us anymore right as a convenience method yeah. where we just go oh, looking into your privacy but we say this from our iphones right <laughs> right if, if you our have iPads, if our, you have yeah i was gonna say if you have an alexa but it doesn't matter my the, the phone your phone the alexa it's like everything they hear everything so it doesn't really matter no. um speaking of trump um he signed in like four executive orders this week right he did a bunch he did, yeah he did, he did a bunch i know him and the the, the democrats were sort of at a, at a at a standstill so he did these because they didn't come they couldn't come to an agreement right, right. on something so yep. he felt like okay i gotta step in i gotta do something and i gotta do something for now yep okay and i don't you know right. and and i think the guy gets i think the guy gets a lot of bad press right and and for some of the shit that he says rightfully so um but then i think that sometimes like like with this um, and, I don't, and I don't even know how much this like none of these things are going to affect me at all personally. But, you know, hopefully they, they help somebody like he signed into uh, like uh, renters and homeowners protection. So essentially, if you if you're going to get evicted um, and it's due to job loss because of COVID-19, then there's protection for you. And again, I'm not going to I don't know the details. So you guys go out there and Google it and figure out the details. Again, none of these things really affect me. Um, payroll tax holiday for people making less than 100k. Um, next one was uh, unemployment benefits that added 400 per week. Was so that- it's from the 600 down to the four. He says it says it says that it added 400 per week. See, but I wonder so I if, add, I if it adds it to the original unemployment, but it's uh, because before it added 600. I think this is a uh, an amendment I, to the original six. I think is I think it's 400. If I'm not, not mistaken, I believe it's 400 on top of whatever your state gives you. Correct. Which before it was 600 on top of whatever your state gave you. So they gotcha. dropped it from six to four. Yep. Um, which which again, is, it's still. It's still good, bro. Listen, man, a you lot have of to people, sit home and do that. Like I, I heard some stories. And again, I don't know if they're true or not. Where people were like, 
not working, like choosing not to work anymore because, yeah, because they're, they're making more money. Better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of. I mean, think about it. If you're, um, if you're anybody making minimum wage, like, okay, so just to get to the six hundred, that's, I don't know, let's say fifteen bucks a, a, a week, an hour. I want to say it's fifteen bucks an hour. Fifteen yeah. bucks an hour. So, you figure how many jobs don't pay that? Probably nothing in fast food. Right. Nothing in the restaurant business, for sure. If you're a line cook or or a sous chef at, at a lower end restaurant, if you're a prepper, if you're a server, if you're a hostess, if you're none of those. And those were hit the hardest. Right. So if you're those people, why am I going back to work? You, you just gave me you probably doubled my salary. There were a few companies, man, that actually um, increased their their pay to 15 bucks an hour in response to, to that unemployment. Yeah, I don't blame Be- them. Because they were like, yo, we need you to, like, we, we have essential items that people need and we need workers. So I go, you know what, man? I, I, again, I mean, I'm a moron. I don't know what the answer is, but I go back and forth because I know there's a push to make $15 the minimum wage, like nationwide, right? I always think that sounds crazy to me, right? To pay, I don't know, there's certain positions that I can think of that I go, I'm not paying you 15 bucks an hour. But um, the... And then there's people who will say, well, if you pay them more, you, you know, like these people will have more money to spend in your community and all this stuff. And there's definitely upsides to it, I'm sure. But I go, but do you think people are going to like, like if I'm, I don't know, I'm just going to pick a random uh, employer like McDonald's, right? And suddenly I have to pay $15 an hour and that's a 30, 40% increase on my labor. I'm just going to like take a guess. You don't think I'm raising prices on stuff 30 to 40%? Like, do you think I'm just going to eat that cost? Right. So then all that's going to happen is... We're all going to pay for that. And everybody's going to be back in the same boat because then suddenly $15 an hour isn't enough. Doesn't anymore, cost right? And it, it, right. it just never ends. Right. So right. I don't know. And and I know there's people who will talk about the the like the living wages. I'm like, just find a job that pays you more or learn a skill set. And I know it's not that simple, but I, I I don't know, man. I just go to the the idea that you could raise everybody $15 an hour. I don't know what the right answer is. I just don't know if it's that. Um but again, man, I'm a moron, so I'm not in a position to do stuff like that. I just think I always look at it and go three steps ahead and go, OK, what does that cause down the line? What are the unintended consequences of doing something like that? And then you go, somebody's going to pay for it, right? Because if I run McDonald's, I'm not paying for that just because you made me raise it. Now I'm going to go, all right, cool. Big Mac now costs $19 or like, you know, whatever it is. I don't know. But like, I'm not going to just eat. 30 40 percent on my margins because i have to spend more on labor right and then you're gonna go well these guys all make 15 bucks an hour now who are the people who probably eat fast food right because if you think about the wage the people who are eating healthy they're, they're not people like making minimum wage right people making minimum wage are the people predominantly eating fast food right so if you eat if then if you make 15 dollars an hour you're not changing that habit you're predominantly gonna eat fast food so it's just gonna circle that money back into that same system and they're just gonna raise the price and we're gonna be right back at the same starting point right yeah and then sure. housing and all that, and i guess it's you know obviously there's a thing now where people can't even afford housing here if you have a job that pays you like 15 bucks an hour depending on where in the country you live i just don't know what the answer to that is man i don't know dude i read an interesting um interesting stat this week where it was like the median income in the u.s is thirty-four thousand, and the median home price and don't quote me on this one but it was roughly 320 320 yeah 320 and i go if if the theory behind what you should spend on a house is i I believe is what is it is it like two and a half it's two two to two and a half something like that percent of your annual income your annual income right so that puts you even if you go three times right so now you're at 100 like say roughly 100k you can't afford you can't afford a house can't afford a house 
So the majority of people in the in the country can't, can't afford, afford a home. I mean, yeah, this was, I don't know what the answer is, man. I just think that there's a reason, like the way these companies are operated and, and the way everything flows, like there, there's a reason they got to where they got to, right? And they're, and they're not just going to sit there and go, oh, okay, I'll take it. Just like, you know, there's a push now to make corporations pay a higher tax. What do you think they're going to do? Just go, oh, guess we're going to have to pay that tax now. No, they're just going to find a different way. They're just going to move their. So like Amazon, suddenly if you say Amazon, no matter what, you have to pay a 10% tax for doing for doing business. I don't care if you're profitable, not profitable, whatever it is, right? Because it's better than the zero that they allegedly get now. Um, if I'm Amazon, I just create a company overseas and then I lease out the IP address to a company in America and the company in America pays me royalties for amazon.com and all this is owned by Jeff Bezos. You know, like there's layers to this where people automatically think like they just look at that and go, yes, tax Amazon. I go, you don't think these billionaires have figured out a way to keep their money like locked away? Like the, the problem with, with us here is that our corporate tax rate is so high um, that you force these companies to make these decisions. And, 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 you know, a lot of people say we're pro company. The corporate tax rate in America is almost 40%. Nowhere else in the world is that high. Nowhere. Right. Like if you go to the UK, I think it's it's somewhere between 10 to 15 percent. If you go um, like Switzerland, all the other places, it's really low. We're the only place that forces it this high. So then you force these people to just play shell games and go, OK, how do I manipulate the system? How do I? And we all do it. All right. On our personal tax returns, how many people sit there and figure out a way to get their the most bang for their buck? Right. Because they don't want to pay. I'll tell you what. This is the first year that I didn't do that. And I think it was because. Um, Trump doubled the standard deduction. Okay. So it made it so that all of my tedious work of adding up receipts and all that shit, it, I didn't need to. Like I like I actually did all the work and then it was and, and it was then, like you're better off with the and standard then deduction. Terrible tax told me <laughs> nope. That's you, terrible tax told me you wasted your time. You wasted your time, yeah. No, I still had to pay. I hate tax season. <laughs> so the, the, only, the, only, the only thing that I read about the, the unemployment benefit um, of adding the 400 per week, which is on top of what the state has already provides, um, the stipulation is the states have to agree to pick up a quarter of that. Okay. And so the argument against it is, is that the states are already hurting because of COVID-19. The states aren't making the money and they can't pick it up. So they're, like, they're already in the, they're already in the red. Yeah, they're already in the so red. So then the federal government eventually bail out. These states, probably anyway. I don't know. It's gonna circle back. Excuse me. You know, to to your point regarding the the you know how 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 businesses will play the shell game. I think that's one advantage to having a business guy as as the leader is that he knows like whenever those things are brought up, that you know he can go no yeah like cause, that's cause say what you want about gonna Trump. happen. He's right. done this right. He's been in this type of of business for 40, 50 years right. He has had to play this show game. He's a billionaire. He's had to he's had to avoid paying taxes, which is probably why he doesn't want to show his tax returns right. He, he's had to his corporations have had to head they show that they're not profitable right. Like every business does that right. Every company does that. Every individual does everything they can to add up every receipt to try not to pay taxes. It's hilarious like because we just do it, but it's on a smaller scale. But then we get mad when Amazon does it and we're like oh they need to pay their fair share which i was i i just find insane because you i don't know if you uh saw that amazon was supposed to build that headquarters in new york i didn't see i don't even know if we got into this in in other episodes but so they were supposed to build like a second headquarters in new york um there's a a congresswoman from new york um who's pretty popular i think she has some good ideas um aoc 
um, and and she has some great ideas. I think her heart's in the right place, right? But sometimes you don't think things through. The oh, whole yeah, I got a way. few things on her. Man. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and it's like so she basically made it to the point where Amazon said, you know what, screw it, we're not going to New York. I do remember that because she was trying to force them to pay yes. certain taxes and all stuff and whatever. So they went to Virginia, and then people are like, yeah, you know, she's standing up for us. I go, what that kept out of New York, and I think it was like in a Staten Island area or something. If I'm not mistaken, it was in a, it was in an area in New York that could have that needed that, right? Like people think New York City, they think the whole thing is is, is on popping and all that stuff. It was in an area that could have really used this this injection of jobs, and I think it was like two thousand jobs and high paying jobs, right? They were they were corporate jobs, um, they, they were there were warehouse jobs, there were driver jobs, there were everything, and there were high paying jobs, and you. I think the part that people discount from that is if you go, okay, Amazon didn't pay taxes, but yes, also Amazon employed 2,000 people who do pay taxes, who do spend money in their community, who do buy houses in their community and buy cars and send their kids to private schools and do this. Like you, you can't, you can't do the math of all that and neglect all these other ancillary pieces that would have come along with that. But we got so stuck on the fact that Amazon didn't pay taxes. Like if you don't like Amazon not paying taxes, change the tax rules. That's not their fault. Like don't keep them out of your city. Like make it to where they have to pay the tax. That's on you. Like that's yeah, not Amazon. Why would fault. you why would why would you not want them in there? I mean no. other than like you said like you said, I think I think AOC's heart, I think her heart is in the right place. Mm-hmm. I've heard her speak a lot of times. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, and 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 I don't know. I, I think she's originally from the Bronx, but I, yep. but I but I believe she. I don't know how how long she was there. I think she she was actually raised in like Westchester or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, which is not a bad area. She's not hope. Yeah. Um, but regardless, and went to college up in in like the the you know Boston or whatever area yep. or Massachusetts somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I think that I like you said, man. I think that that's a perfect explanation. I think I think her heart's in the right place, but. I wish she had some more people around her to go, hey, you know what? Like, yeah, what you're saying is true and maybe they should pay taxes. However, here's the upside and there's going to be a lot of upside for the for the people around. And so we'll let that other shit go. Yeah. And I think, you know, again, I think super smart. I think it's going to get far, obviously, in politics because she's she's charismatic, you know, um, has some good ideas, hearts in the right place. You know, it, the question there becomes how long before kind of D.C., you know, gets to her type thing right before she's doing the same thing everyone else does. And and maybe not because she does seem like a genuine um, person. But, you know, I think there's some things there that are that are short sighted or are um, aren't thought the whole way through because there's other bits and pieces. And I get what she's trying to do. I just think she's got to get to your point. Some people around her who go, hey, here's all this other stuff that happens with that. Like, let's think of a different way to approach this. You know, and who knows? Maybe there is nothing. Again, I'm a, I'm a moron. I, don't, I went I went to community college. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what? Speaking of her, man, it just reminded me. Um, she was against like the whole Uber Lyft like coming to New York. Yeah. And um, one of the things that like I didn't know, and so my New Yorkers out there, I'm sure you're gonna be like, slap me outside of the head, like I didn't know this, right? Um, but. Part of the reason why she didn't want it was because of the, I guess the the cab drivers up the, there, the medallions. Dude, I've I've never, I mean, you know what? I've heard like that, the, that the, terminology the term. yeah, yeah. of medallions. I never knew what it was. Never cared to know, right? But apparently, people come from like, let's say they come from like other countries or even within its own country. You got to save up like an astronomical amount. Yeah, it's like buying a house. It's basically. like buying a house. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's like upwards of could be upwards of like a hundred k. And then they pay for this sort of medallion that allows them to drive a New York City cab, and then and then and then right so then so so you have sort of a a it's, it's almost like like owning a house right, and then 
but then Uber and Lyft come in and you don't need it. You don't need anything. You just need a car. You just need a car. And man, so you can imagine the guy who goes, well, wait a minute. Hey, New York City, you just made me pay for this thing, which probably made some people really rich. Yeah. And again, I think like, you know, when she was against it, it was like your heart's in the right place. But you need to take that fight somewhere else yep. because go this, fix this is the, the idea that these people had to pay a hundred grand for a medallion. Not 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 don't get on don't shit on Uber because they found a way more efficient way that wasn't racketeering right to <laughs> freaking run a you know yeah. a car service because it's racketeering. That's it, what it oh, was. It's right? a racket. Like there's oh, definitely yes, some absolutely. kind of mob influence and some union influence in that whole thing with the um and man and I'm one of these people like whenever you hear the oh you're gonna screw these people like what makes you think like a certain group of people are entitled to that job forever like and like anytime politicians run like especially for president when you always hear these people like I'm gonna bring the coal jobs back like why who needs coal like what do you why why are these people feel so entitled to that go find a different job go find a different of oh, my parents and my uncles and my uh, like like yeah so what like okay that sucks like move on like get to the next thing and f- so for these cab drivers and they're complaining about them like go drive an uber like what are you complaining about like i, I, think, I, I understand their plight but i go but that's not uber's fault that you no. did that like and if i'm aoc go direct your attention towards the fact that these people like i think it would have gone longer if you would have said all right the, the city of new york or whoever has to pay Needs some kind of restitution right. to these guys because this is messed up right yeah. or give them some kind of waiver on their business license or their tax or whatever for the next like 10 years hey you guys dude you could do so many different things yes. just just get creative but you're always they always go after the big companies right. and i go you're 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 what you're doing is you're you're suffocating ingenuity right you're suffocating people wanting to make progress and you go for what think about it. 10 years ago man and i told you and i have a daughter i know you have boys but um i have a daughter 10 years ago if you'd have told me i'd have stuck my daughter in the back seat of a car with a stranger that she did she just met on her phone two seconds ago and she was gonna drive her 30 minutes across town i'd be like you're out of your goddamn mind and now i look at that and i go that's the safest way for my daughter to get around dude let me tell you i am considering not buying my kids cars in in a few years paying for an uber pass and paying for an uber pass i'm i'm absolutely with you at that because i go i feel like that's safer as odd as that sounds, right? Hey, you're going to ride with a stranger? I feel like that's safer. I feel like it's more cost effective. I feel like yes, it's it less liability. Less liability. You, you know what? I'm not going to get you the know phone call I, of my daughter like I'm drinking. Do you know what I did at 16 in my car? In my car? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm afraid for that shit. And, I, and, you know, it's funny, man. Like, I, I, was, telling my, I was telling one of my sons this morning. Um, and I'm, he was, he was wanting want to come over and sit on my lap, and he's 13. And I'm like, dude, do you know what I was doing a year from now? <laughs> I said at 14, man, it's better I had a, a I had a damn job when I was at, when I was 14. You had a job at 14? I did. Wow. I had a job for, for, from 14. I've been working. So 14, oh, see, I had some summer jobs at 14. 14 and 15. Um, no, it was at full time. At uh, 14, 15, I was like busting tables. Um, but you know, I told you know, I told my son this, and it's like his mindset is just like huh work what do you mean like i'm playing i'm playing fortnite that's stupid yeah (laughs) yeah i'm playing fortnite i'm watching booga over here win a tournament booga yo and that's what i want to be dumb kids and listen good for them dude these kids have figured out a way to monetize and i know i bounce off somewhere but i look at that all the time and i go good for these guys man like they find they they you know like all these kids who are always like you're not gonna make money doing that they're like uh yeah i am yeah (laughs) they they monetized and have you seen even uh, Logic? Remember, we were talking about Logic retiring recently. He went to go do that. That's what he's doing now. Is that right? He signed an exclusivity deal with Twitch, and he's going to stream. He's going to play games. 
Really? He retired from rap to okay. go stream and play games. That tells is me. Is he it, good? I guess it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It he's doesn't logic, matter. dude. Logic. He's logic. And he's got a personality, right? He's he's probably funny. He's a charismatic dude. He, he'll talk he can, smack online. He can play music. He can rap. He can, can play music and rap. And he's, so he sits there. He's like, I'm not doing music anymore. And I guarantee you, he makes more money doing that than he does from rap. You know what's funny, man? Is that my so so my kids are all into the whole the, the Twitch thing, right? And some, some one of them is like very sort of uh, sensitive to, you know, like he wants people to like him and stuff, right? So if he doesn't he doesn't get followers or people don't get on his Twitch stream, um, he's you know he gets down on himself. And I always ask him like, uh, why do you who do you watch? And then he'll tell me, oh, I watch so and so. I'm like, why do you watch him? Is he a good player? Yeah, he's a good player. And I'm like, does he talk? And he's like, oh yeah, he's funny. And I'm like, that's why you watch them. I go, yep. talk. I go, talk, do, doing your thing. I go, somebody will find you interesting more than what you're doing now, which is being silent and playing the game. I go, anybody can do that. Can, yep. I go, just talk. Dude, I have an account through Twitch yeah. that I haven't really gotten into, but I keep telling myself, like, I'm going to do it. I suck. I suck. And I play with, like, my brother, and I play with, like, some of his friends who are good at certain the games that we play on, and they'll straight up tell me, like, yo, you're, you're garbage, but we invite you to play. Because it's funny. Because he talks shit. Because I talk shit the whole yeah. time. Like, I'm so bad and I still talk shit. And they're like, it's entertaining. And I go, I need to stream this. <laughs> so at some point, I'm just going to Twitch it. Like, I have accounts on, on Xbox and on PlayStation and all that stuff. And I think, like, I should just stream it because I'm so terrible that it's yeah. probably just funny in itself. Um, and I will do it eventually. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think the, the fact that these kids have, have managed to monetize that, man, is so cool. Like, I go, the the idea that you have to sit there and work at a factory for, for you know, 50 years to get your, you know, whatever, your tag here or watch and whatever, like, that's gone. Like, these people are figuring out a way to monetize anything from TikTok to video games. So, what, like, I'm like, good for this. Good for this generation, Dude, man. You know what? So, so um, even my, my, my niece, who is in her 20s, um, and she's a nurse, she went up to New York recently um, for the whole COVID nineteen, so actually, like, to went up there to go and and help, like a traveling nurse, or essentially, yes. So it was not. I mean, it was traveling, but it was she was stayed. She was sort of they gave her a place to stay. They paid her a hell of a lot more money than she was making here, and it was just for a certain period of time. She completed that commitment, and then they asked her to extend a few more weeks, which she did. She came back. She got. You know, sort of a, a quote unquote normal job here. I got a, I, I, I was notified the other day that she's like, yep, I'm going like out west to do it again. Yeah, why not? Else. Why not? Why not? And I'm like, this she's is what? Uh, amazing. 20s? Like Early 20s? 20, 25, 26? Of course. Why wouldn't you do that? Dude? 25, 26. If, if you're not married, you don't have kids. Go, this is the time. Hell, man. Even, you if you, go live, even if you have kids. But even if you have kids, you go, hey, you guys want to go live in California for six months? I'm going to yep. go be a nurse over there. And they're going to pay for my place to live. And you're going to go do all this stuff. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Like, it's The opportunities now, man, are out there. It's people just don't look, man. It, it's, it's you know, and, and I'm glad you kind of brought this up because it brought me to something I had that I want to talk about. Um, Kylie Jenner. Have you seen this? So Kylie Jenner was in, I think, I think in a music video for, I want with, to say the song, uh, Scott Watt, with Cardi B. With Cardi B, yep. Okay. And uh, Megan Thee Stallion. And Megan Thee Stallion. Yep. So the song's pretty fire. Cardi B always goes in, man. Um, but... So there was a lot of hate on that. There's a lot of hate on that. And there was a petition online that like 50,000 people, the last time I saw, signed to have Kylie removed from the video. Like basically they want a version of the video without Kylie. Wow. You know how much mm. your life has to suck, dude, <laughs> for you to go and like, and you, and you petition against like a 23, 24. I don't know how old Kylie is, but she's in her early 20s, right? 
But like for you to have that much hate in your heart and then be mad at someone for doing something and being successful because you don't have it. Because I can't think of like who the fuck has time in their day to go sign a petition to get Kylie removed from like I didn't even know it was a thing. <laughs> I think my brother sent it to me and I'm like, who has that kind of time? Did he send it so you can sign it? No, 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 no. He sent me like the news article going. Yeah. Like my brother sent me the suit the news article, kinda like, yo, look at this. Like people have time today. Like and I'm going yeah, like who has that kind of time to if people put the that energy that they do into hating on other people and trying to spread that kind of negative vibes, I go, if you put that into whatever it is that you're passionate about, you'd be successful in whatever and whatever successful means to you. So wh- whether that's being rich, whether that's whether that's making 40K a year, but you happy and doing it on your own terms, whatever that means to you, if you put that energy into that, you would be so much better off. But the fact that people like I always see stuff that this girl gets so much hate and I go, this girl's almost a billionaire. In her early twenties, um, and and people will knock whatever the selling the sex appeal and that. I'm like half of you broads out there doing it for free. She's capitalizing, yep, on doing it for free now on doing Instagram, on trying Instagram, to get paid, trying to get paid. I go, yep. she she she's had an opportunity. She took the celebrity, she capitalized off of it, did the makeup brands, did all this stuff. I go, why would you hate on something like that? Like even my daughter, I go, yeah, do I want to be like, hey, go take pictures? I don't I don't want to see my daughter like sexualize herself, right? Because my daughter. But if you were looking at a group of women and you wanted to say, hey, like these are women who who did it their way and who managed to monetize their stuff, I go, I don't necessarily want you to live exactly like the Kardashians, but it's hard to find other women that you go, hey, man, they kind of run the show and they do it on their own terms. Like, you know, like it, there's not a whole lot of people out there, right? There's like a Michelle Obama, right? There, there's probably an Elizabeth Warren. There's all these women executives and stuff like that you could point to. But then you go... But the, you have to throw Kylie into that mix, and you go, "This girl was like twenty years old selling makeup and worth seven hundred and fifty million dollars." Like, and actually, you know what, man? From a you know, and, and obviously depending on what your age is, right? Is 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 sort of where I would point you to, man? Because if you're a little bit older, or if you're, or if you even that age and you have children, you point to her mom, yes. and you go, "This is the genius of her mom that set her up from the time that she was young." Because you and I talk about this, and that's what I'm trying to do right now, right? Yeah. Like, like I'm I'm only able to show my kids what I've done, and so and 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 listen, you know, I've I've achieved some level of success, I suppose, that some somebody would think, right? But I don't think it's that much. And at, and at this point, man, I'm trying to make moves in life to then go. How do I set up my how do I set up my kids to be successful later in life? But then also give them the tools that they'll be able to pass on to the next generation. And right now, all I can tell them is go to school, get good grades, get a degree and get a job because that's what I've done. And, and, and yes, has, has my job allowed me to, you know, have a nice house and have a decent car and, you know, and, 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 and not worry about money so much right now. I don't go out and splurge, but, um, you know, yes, and, and it has allowed me to do that. But how do we get to the next level? Yeah, and, generational, and generational, right? And and you go, and I'm again, I'm trying to make moves now to to do other things that that'll 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 make or that'll help me to get smarter, so that in ten years, when my kids are early adults, I can go, hey, here's something else that you can use, that you can use to to be successful, and then hopefully they can take that and and build upon it. And, and and create that generational that generational wealth and or knowledge you know we don't all have to we don't all have to go and and work a nine to five 
Like that, 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 that's not the only way. It's not the only way. There's other ways. But really, to your point, it was the only way we kind of knew how, right? And I know you and I have both had conversations lately of how do we set up, like we feel like we've done okay, a decent lives for ourselves, but it's like, okay, how, how do you expand on that? And then how do you set up the generation after you, right? How do you right. set up your kids, your grandkids? Um, and that's something that, that this girl's done that. Like, it's crazy to me. I go, there's there's a, this group of people that's like anti-money, right? And they goes, go, oh, I just want to, you know, hike and, and fish and do this and live off the, you know, the earth God or whatever. You, like, good for do you. It, that's bro. awesome. But you know what Kylie just did? She just set it up so we're like six generations after her can do that. And they have the option to just go, you know what? I want to go be philanthropic or I want to go um, travel. You know, like you think about her kids. Her kid can go, I'm going to go to college, maybe. And then I'm going to go travel the world for 10 years and 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 learn that. Because I'm telling you what, there isn't a better education than in, in like like diving into other cultures, right? Like investing yourself in 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 learning about the people from all over the world, like the the things that I've learned in life, I've learned more from travel than I have in business. And I would say, you know, just about, and, and sometimes they go hand in hand, but, um, you know, like she's given her kids that opportunity, her grandkids, that opportunity, her great grandkids, that opportunity to go, Hey, go figure out what moves you. And then you go do that. Right. And, and, you know, some of those kids will turn out like shitheads, but some of those kids will be just fine because they would have had all that free time. And she's doing what most of us wish we could do, which is set up generations after us. That's right. Right. And you go, and not only from a, hey, I have this cash now, but has set up companies and a network to go, not only is that I just set you guys up, this can go on forever as long as these companies exist. And there's like, you know, 10 generations after set up. Yeah. With, I mean, we look at that name. You know, we, we look at, and, and I'll just throw out a, like, a, like a big name, say, so like a Rockefeller, right? Mm-hmm. Even, even if you don't know who the hell the Rockefellers were, like, you know that that name is sort of um, regal. Yeah, it's it's, it's like almost like exactly it's it's almost royalty, and it's like that's what those that's what those guys did way back when, and 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 we all have the opportunity really to go and do that for our families, man. You just gotta you gotta find a way, find a find a way that's 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 suitable to you, and then as long as you're willing to put in the effort, and let's be clear, we all work a lot. A lot. Yeah. I shouldn't say all, but a lot of us, man. The majority of Americans work a lot, man. And so, why not take part of that and put it into something that can actually set set you up um, better for you know for for later, and also set up for the next generations. Um, and I think that COVID nineteen has has actually helped to at least for me to open my mind to hey, you know what? Like maybe and and, and again, I have I've been lucky. I haven't lost my job. Um, I work remotely and and I and I and I love it, um, but it has opened my eyes to to different opportunities and maybe even ways that you know maybe in ten years I'm able to go ah you know what I don't want to do this anymore and do some do something else do something else yeah absolutely man I think I just wish we weren't such a we weren't and I think it just speaks to kind of we self loathe a lot right and so we tend to, to to project that out to other people like we hate the way maybe our life has turned out or where we are today. And so then we take it out on young kids who have managed to to get themselves to a place now because we feel like they didn't earn it or yeah. whatever it is. You, and I'm like, you played video games. Yeah, you played video <laughs> games. You sold makeup. You just took slutty photos online. You just did what? You know what? They've figured out a way to capitalize on something that they like to do. And if they're happy, never gonna knock that man. Like I'm like, good for you. Dude, speaking of speaking of young generation, like capitalizing, I gotta give these guys a shout out. There is a YouTube channel. And it's called Twins the New Trend. Have you seen these guys? Wait, is this the Phil Collins thing? 
It's yes, that's one of them. So that, okay. So so the, so the latest like the viral thing, right? The viral yeah, thing yeah. lately is that these guys. So it's these two African American teenagers that essentially have a YouTube channel and they listen to new music or it's not new music. They listen to music that they've never heard. Yeah, before. it's new to them basically, and it's genius, right? Because and you think about and 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 I was like mind blown this weekend when I when I when I heard it because I go, these guys typical right in a, in a in a typical African American in a typical Hispanic home, like you're not going to hear these songs. You're not going to hear the Phil Collins. You're not yeah, going to hear not. the Nirvanas. You're not going to hear Queen. You're not going to hear Neil Young, Aerosmith, Johnny Cash, right? These guys, so they basically get like people that write in and go, hey, check this song out. So they, they post these videos that are literally six minutes long, approximately. It's like the reaction to listening to the song for the first time. Yes. Yeah. And, and so good. And it's so good, it's right? So, it's and like you said, the simplicity of something like yes. that. And they monetize it, and you're never gonna run out of songs. <laughs> like it's dude. You know what's funny is that so I I believe either one or both of them are like into music. One of them I think is trying to do like a little rap thing, right? Okay. And so and so when you're into music, I don't care if you're I don't care if you're a rapper, if you're a country singer, like when you're into music, you appreciate good music. Oh yeah. And there's one of the brothers, man, like he is like into music and you can tell like when he listens to these songs for the first time and the Phil Collins one, the one that you brought up was so great and he pointed out something that I, that I never realized which was the beat drops Three minutes into yeah, the like song, at the end of the at song, at the end of the song, and that song is great. It's a fantastic like, I've song. I've heard that song, and, and I'm a music head. Like I'm a geek. I was a band uh, nerd growing up, so I love music. Um, and I remember uh, I, I watched the video thing. You know, I, I had never heard of them. Obviously, they went viral this week, and um, I heard that, and I loved watching their reaction because it took me back to me having headphones on listening to certain songs for the first time going oh my god like and we've all done that i mean i know i do that all the time where you listen and it could be and it's funny to watch them listen to the part where the beat drops and the kid just goes like his reaction is just so it's it's just so authentic and so like i've been there before like listening to a song where i go like are you kidding me and you're like you're looking for somebody to text like have you heard the new like like listen go 215 and this guy drops a beat like it's and he's right i never thought about that about the you drop the beat phil collins drops that beat with like 50 seconds left in that song it's like three minutes and whatever it's a, it's over three minutes and i you know and i'm like and you know it's funny man the fact that people stuck with that song that long and then they drop and then that beat drops and you're like oh because it changes the whole dynamic of oh, the song. Yeah. i mean it's still a good song but when that happens you're just like oh <laughs> like of course man like and queen does that a lot too or queen will do these weird the things queen that, oh. have you seen that movie yes but oh so fantastic i didn't even I don't, I don't even know that i appreciated queen that much until i watched until i watched that movie i definitely did it yeah and then and then i was like oh wow man and then obviously seeing the 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 story behind it helps yeah but like the genius of like of, of of their music was it's, it's insane and, and you can't I don't even, I don't even know if unless you're like a big music head and you're just sort of like a, you know maybe even if you're mu- you're a musician you don't really realize the the genius that goes into making that it's it, it, it's incredible and so I, I I lived some of that this weekend as I was watching so I watched the the Phil Collins one so it was in the air tonight mm-hmm. right they did that 
Um, I watched them react to uh, Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit, which... Oh, I haven't seen that. Dude, so like that one, it's, just, it's actually just one of them that does it. I was, I was like a senior in high school when that song came out. And I remember, it was funny, man, because I did, I liked rock. And, and that was when like the alternative rock was kind of coming out, the grunge, right? The grunge rock. Um, and I remember a lot of my friends like purely liked hip hop. And so it's one of those things like, oh man, you like that That's song? That's the Northeast stuff, man. Yeah. It's like, oh, you like that song? And I and, and, and it was like, man, that song is that song is dope, man. That song is that song awesome, is man. Fire. To this day, that oh, song yeah. dumps, man. And so when you watch him listen, watch him uh, listen to I have it to for watch the first that time, now. you know, he's like, oh, you know, listening to <laughs> But I mean, again, so you if you again, if you have time, twins the new trend. Um, like I said they, they react to like Aerosmith stuff, Johnny Cash, Neil Young, um, the Fugees, "Killing Me Softly," oh. like the guy had never sung it, which is a dude. That song, that album. There's oh, a yeah. few songs on that album that still give me goosebumps. Yeah, like just the beat when the beat uh, goes in on that song, you're just like, oh my god! Like you forget how Lauren Hill and Wyclef John and like in the group, you're just going, this this is just insane. Like the the talent level in the Fugees, I, that album gives me goosebumps to this day like you listen to it and you're going you it's it's illegal to have this many good songs on one like it's just so crazy that that was so cool man because i saw the um i saw the one that went viral the phil collins one and i and i just watched it and i I i'm just smiling going like that's so dope because it's something i think we can all relate to like you listen to any song for the first time that really hits you you're just like oh man like look at that but the nirvana one dude i i remember listening to nirvana i was um so i grew up in jersey so rock wasn't that you know again everybody's listening to hip-hop and at the time you know jay was obviously big um dmx was huge i think it was like like middle school and i remember there was a couple of rock songs that came out that were big like power man 5000 and then i remember papa roach that song the last resort had come out um and then and I remember we were killing, and I had a group of friends that we all kind of liked rock, and we liked rap, and we liked a little bit of everything. And I remember us playing like that last resort in like school, and a bunch of like the hip hop heads were like, "Yo, Yo what's that? Who's yeah, that? Yeah, who that? Like them white boys talking about killing themselves?" <laughs> <laughs> but that whole thing was uh, Papa Roach had kind of kind of had that like hip hop yeah, rock yeah, yeah, flavor had going that rock, on. Yeah. But, but it was so funny because they're like, "Yo, the white boys talking about killing themselves?" <laughs> I'm like, "They are." They're like that. <laughs> that shit slaps. <laughs> and I remember that song. It was finally like the, like at the time, you're kind of sort of embarrassed because you're like, man, I listen to rock. This is in the group. And then uh, and when everybody's kind of like bobbing their head going, yo, play that shit again. And you're like, oh, okay, okay. And you bump the back. But um, that was cool, man, to see that. And and I love to see like, mu- like certain music managers timeless. So to watch uh, uh, like these kids, again, listen to things that are just classics that are going to live on through like this next generation. Because you know these kids are going to listen to it. And the songs that really move him, he's probably going to play for his friends. He's going to play for his kids one day. He's gonna, like, and and these, these songs live forever, man. And certainly things by Phil Collins and like you said, Aerosmith. And, and some of these, their tracks are just going to be timeless. Like Johnny Cash has stuff that you're just like, like listen, me, I'm a... I listen to Sinatra stuff sometimes, and how people will clown me for that. And there's some stuff from Sinatra where I'm like, "Woo!" I'm like, "This man was going in," you know. Like I'm, I like it's just something about it, like the the swagger that he had, and you can just yeah. feel it, like in the music, where you're just like, "Man, this guy was this guy's just just he owned it," you know. Like it just it comes off like that. And it's one thing I love about music, dude. And let me tell you, man. And I know we need to move off this topic, but I gotta give you this story, man. So, um, so my my stepfather he he's 90 i think he's 90 years old now gonna be 91 this year um suffered a stroke a couple of strokes actually a few years ago 
So he cannot speak. He can say maybe a word or two, but you can't have a conversation with him. He can't understand you, um, but to get the the feedback, you're not you're not going to get it right. And so, um, my mother went into the hospital for some time, and and I had to take care of him. And there was one day where I had to take him to the hospital. I'm sorry, not the hospital. It was just it was like a it was like a routine doctor visit. Okay. And so I get him in the car, and I lean him back a little bit so he's comfortable. And I started driving, and I put on Pandora, and 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 he likes like old school, you know, like like really old school. I mean, the guy was born in like 1920 or something like that, right? So, um, not 1920. That that would be, I guess, in 1929 was when he was born. Anyway, so he likes the 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 Sinatras, um, and and oh my God, like I, I see I see the guy's face. I can't I I can't think of his, I can't think of his name, but anyway. I put on a song from his era and he starts singing. And it's a guy who normally can't speak. He can't speak. He can't speak. He wow. starts singing. And I look over at him and I just get this feeling over me, man. Like, oh my God, man. Like, and so I, I raise the radio and he is over there, like in the passenger seat, having the time of his life and singing the words, bro. And yo, and like so right awesome, now that I, as I'm talking about it, man, I get chills because I was just like, "What an amazing opportunity that I even had!" Yeah, right? Experience. Like, You're gonna remember that forever. Oh man, that, that is. And, and and I wish it was uh, Nat King Cole. Nat it was. King it was. Um, a, it was Nat King Cole. That's what of course, it was. Nat King Cole. And he was. And he was over there just blowing, man. I raised the radio, and and he was just going at it, and 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 man, like I said, that that feeling. Of 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 like music and and what it does for us and and the memories that it brings back and the feelings that come over us when we hear that song that made us feel a certain way during this period of our time like he was going through that ninety year old man can't speak was going through that it just shows man like the power of music is 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 incredible I know that we've all had we all have those songs that when they come on. It's like or albums. I mean, there's albums that I have depending on the mood that I'm in. That you're just like that ride. That's so cool, man. Like that. Like you said, that experience. You're gonna remember that forever. And the the power of music, man, is is so understated. I think in in life. I have listen. There's two things that always make me cry. It's ESPN on Sundays because they do those fucking things with the kids. <laughs> every every time, bro. You know what I'm talking every about, time. right? It gets me every time bro they do something with some kid who's about to die and he gets to high five tom brady and i fucking ball like a baby right <laughs> and then and then there's the um like those auditions you see for like uh, america's got talent or um like uh, oh yeah american yeah. idol that's always someone who can't speak like someone with special needs um and man i remember like not too long ago i saw one that was a kid he was like autistic he was blind. He couldn't put a sentence together. Like they were asking him questions and he couldn't. His mom's like kind of nudging him and all he could say was yes or no. And this kid got on the piano, man, and played the piano and sang his heart out. And I'm like, that's not the same person. Like it was so nuts to me to watch. Like I go, he couldn't put a sentence together a second ago. He got on that piano and the mom was like, Yeah, just the music thing. Just I think spoke I've seen to that. him. Dude, it gets me every time I watch something like that. Or fucking sports center on Sundays, man. 
I don't know if it's sports at home. Maybe it's E60. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those, man. I know ESPN on Sundays. I try to avoid now because I'm like, God damn it. I'm going to get tissues. I'm going to just sit here and cry. Bro, I, I sit there now like, like I'm in Bridget Jones. I get a pint of ice cream. And I just sit there and I get my good cry out. <laughs> Every time, bro, it's always dude. They did matter of fact, they did one last week of the um of the uh the I, which I had completely forgotten about, man, and it's a shame. The shooting at the Walmart like a year ago, and it, like someone went to a Walmart in like El Paso uh, or somewhere in Texas, and they targeted Hispanics, oh, and wow. they basically slaughtered like twenty six Hispanics, like they killed. And then of course ESPN had a thing there. There was a girls soccer team there raising money for it, and blah blah. blah. But they go into the story, man. I'm sitting on my couch. I'm bawling like a baby watching the story thing. And then, you know, I think obviously it's Hispanic, so it hits a little closer to home. But you're watching like the girls tell the story about their coach kind of saving them and doing all this stuff. And two of their coaches got hit. And like, oh, wow. it's just nuts. And I'm by the end of it, I'm sitting there bawling like, where do I give money? Where do I, what do y'all need? Like, like, <laughs> I hate it, man. I hate it. <laughs> oh, shit, that's funny as hell. Yo, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of sports, bro. So, it looks like a college football season may actually not college football, not only college football, which is actually obviously the biggest impact, but college sports is actually at jeopardy for being canceled for the you entire year. You should cancel everything except football. Everything in college sports loses money. So <laughs> this is true. It's you. They all lose money, and then college sports, like contrary to what people think, don't make the money that professional sports do. So with the exception of very few programs, right, like a Michigan and a, and a Florida and a Florida state and all that, like those programs make money. But there's like 100 and what, 30 college football teams in Division One. There's probably like I don't even know. So it's something crazy like that. Right. I want to say something. I think I was watching Colin Carr or something. He was saying something like 12 make money. Wow. So do you figure there's over 100 who have. So is it like like power five schools I'm assuming. yes yeah yeah that's it so the power five schools right and so like something I, I know this week the mac conference then i'm like the mac conference they didn't even have to announce <laughs> like, that nobody would have known like and then like uconn like yeah like, thanks for stopping by guys yeah so, that's what i think uconn announced it first and when i first heard, when i first heard that i go like okay like the only thing like, people cared about are, like watching you anyway are the women's team still playing like that's the only thing people care yeah, about the, UConn. the you the women's basketball the women's team. basketball team is the only thing in uconn anybody cares about and then like everything else, you go, that's why the whole, and again, I don't know the answer, but the whole pay college athletes thing, I don't know where I stand on that because it's an easy argument to make if you're at, I don't know, uh, uh, USC, or actually, I don't even say USC, maybe Alabama, where the football team brings in a ton of money, but every other sport loses. So because of Title One, you have to pay everyone, and that includes the women's like badminton team, who's losing yeah. money. Like, you can't afford to pay for all that. And then most colleges, over 100 evidently, lose money on sports. So how do you pay athletes then? Like, I, I just don't, I don't know even, the yeah, answer. I don't even that. know if the if the paying the athletes is the right thing to do. Um, but, I, but I do think that at the very least, especially the the sports in which you can really get hurt, like football, there should be some sort of insurance policy to say, hey, you know what? If you play for us and you make us all this money, we're gonna and you get hurt, like disabled. Yeah, almost, we're gonna cover. We're yeah, gonna cover absolutely. you. You're gonna cover yourself. They, there has to be something because these guys, and I think that the, the the problem is is that the the popularity is so high, right? And so you got to get these let, let these guys get paid off their likeness, 
Like you should not. You should not. You, oh, you, you should absolutely. You have to let them do that at yeah, least. Right? You should absolutely let them because the ones who can make money will. Right. Right. Yeah. And then the second thing is, like I said, if 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 you get some kind of major injury, there should be some kind of insurance that'll that'll at at very minimum pay pay your bills because listen there's no there's no guarantee that if you play football i don't care if you're at alabama or at you know freaking st mary's school for the blind like there's no guarantee that you're going to the nfl no so no in fact what it's it's the percentage is very small it's super low it's super low so um but yeah going back to the dumb canceling the season you know what's funny is we might finally get the college football season that we deserve because you're going to get SEC because they have the money and the resources and all that to pull this off, right? With the testing and the – because at the end of the day, this boils down to economics, right? And these teams have to be able to afford to keep kids quarantined, to, to test these kids every day, to do – like, and you have to write a big check for that. And I don't know what the number is, but it's big. It's bigger than Weber State can afford, right? So you go – what this is going to do is all the SEC schools, like they'll be able to participate. The Big Ten will probably be – and the Pac-12. And then – Honestly, no one is making the playoff who was outside of those anyway and right. be a long shot. So we'd still get the college football season <laughs> that we'd want. And you might get a better one because you go if the SEC or the ACC just has to play itself a bunch. And, you know, you're going to get some you're going to get Florida and Alabama maybe twice yeah. or, or, you know, you'll get at least them to play. And you won't get you won't get those those like the schools that don't play anybody. No, like no more Troy and fucking Citadel and all that garbage. Don't that mention UCF. UCF. Don't mention UCF. Tell y'all right you now. You better not. <laughs> UCF's but no, overrated. <laughs> but like you know, but it's, it's very true, right? So you don't get the you don't get even the the the, the UCFs that go, oh well, you know, we we were undefeated this year, and now granted, when they were undefeated that year, that that was a school that. Could party play with anybody? Would they have beat anybody? That remains to be seen. Anyway, but you eliminate that, right? Yeah. You eliminate the, the 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 big question marks, um, and and you get a you get a valid, you know, you get a valid playoff. Um, but here's my thing, bro. So I, my immediate reaction to to this was, no, like don't play, right? Because coronavirus, like don't don't play. But then I thought about it, and I'm going. What about the kids that are from homes and from areas that are not conducive to success, to productivity, and that lean on the structure of a college? We'll just stay with college football at this point, but sports in general, college football and, and the structure that it gives them and the discipline that it gives them. And in this case, right, you're going, hey, you're my star player. I don't want you to get coronavirus. So here's the protocol that you need to follow, whether it's wearing a mask, not going out, you know, whatever the rules are. Yeah, yeah. You need to follow these rules because it's better for you and you're keeping the rest of the program safe, which are your brothers, right? You're playing with this team who are your brothers. I got to, you know what, I, and, and I've I, I didn't, never played college sports, but from what I understand, those guys are very much like how the military views each other. Like they're like they're that that's, that's your, their brothers, yeah. right? And so if you go, hey, we're all in this together. Um, we can't afford to you to lose you. So like, if you're trying to go out, right, and I'm your teammate, I'm going one. Like no, 
yo, dude, we need you on Sunday. You need, if you yep. go out and you fucking come back and test positive for coronavirus, you're going to screw us in this game. Yeah, you ain't getting chicken wings. No. <laughs> yeah. No Magic City <laughs> no for Magic you. No Magic City for you. Right? No, so, you're right. So think about that, right? So like if you get now, if, if you get maybe the, 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 the prominent kid that it has grown up in a in a good home and then and then, and then he goes home and he stays safe and great football is a predominantly black sport and let's be honest like a lot of them don't come from yeah they come from know, low income they come from low income areas. families right yeah, yeah, and absolutely. so you send them back to their old neighborhoods with their old friends who probably most of them ain't doing shit and they get drugged into whatever's going on Right, I'm not even going to speculate, but you can just speculate across the spectrum. You get brought back into that instead of being at school with their coach, with your peers that are that are that are actually putting this good peer pressure on you to to be safe, to take care of your body, to take care of your mind, to go to class, right? And so for a lot of these guys, I think that they're safer. You have to, yeah, you're right because. What do you, you're going to go back and go to frat parties and you're going to go do, you said you're going to go hang out in your neighborhood. You're going to be outside. You're going to where the college football, the structure of that, right, keeps you in, you know, whatever. If you have to stay in this housing and you're going to stick to this diet, it's the, the discipline, the structure that comes behind. I agree. I know Trevor Lawrence had come out and made something similar that he was worried about. Teammates. Oh, did he? He came out saying he was worried about teammates and it was something similar to that, but it was like, um. He goes, yo, man, some people don't have a good place to go back to. And he goes, and they're going to go back to cities that have high rates and they're going to go back to this stuff and they're going to get, you know, they're going to get the virus. He goes, the safest place for us to be right now is playing football. And I'm like, I couldn't agree more. And I get, yeah, I listen to your I'm, point now. I'm I glad go, to see that that wasn't the only one. I thought. No, like, 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 it's so true because you, you like to your point. You, these kids are gonna go back to what rural Alabama and rural South Carolina and and Dude, anywhere, man. You and go anywhere back to, you and go just back hang to out New York, outside. You go back to and you're any, just gonna do stupid shit, right? right? Or you're just gonna like. So you're gonna keep these kids out of trouble. You're gonna keep them hopefully getting an education. You're gonna because again, contrary to popular belief, it's like less than five percent of these pro uh, of these college football players who make it pro um it's very small so the education matters man the degree matters so like these kids the ones who leave in three years in football and then go to the nfl cool they're gonna be fine but the ones who have to stick it out the four-year degree get that free education and then get a chance you know to whatever life is after that so um yeah i i think i i i agree man that you have to this keeps them out of trouble almost like this makes it as safe as you can possibly make it because now i can control where they are at all times and to your point it's so true uh, i mean if you've been on any sports team at any point in your life you like ride out for these people on your team like i know i i certainly those did your like, brothers yep those are my brothers i remember playing either whether it was high school or middle school or elementary whatever it was it was like so-and-so got hit by a pitch guess what like i remember if i pitched in a little league game and one of my guys got hit when i was going up guess who's getting beaten next guy up because my boy got hit like um you know and and, and i remember if somebody even if they were in the wrong and the fight broke out guess what we're all fighting because right. yeah so um yeah i think that's a great point like like the the i think that that's a safer option for these kids and from what we've seen from all these pro teams getting it you know like the, you look at the marlins and the cardinals and stuff in baseball they're not they're not at a high risk like they get it and they get over it because they're in shape and they're right. you know they're it's not unless you have a pre-existing condition and maybe some of those kids should just bow out but you figure but, the rest of them are but fine. There, but therein lies the other point right so now if you're in school and you get it 
Now the school goes, hey, you got to be quarantined. Here's the rules. You need to do this. You have a curfew. You have X, Y, Z to keep you safe. Whereas if you're home and you get it, now you go back to your family's house and you spread it. And you're back out in the supermarket. Who knows? Some people just don't follow rules. And I saw, um, I think locally here, um, Stetson University, they had something like 60% of the kids go back in person. And so what they did was they let kids move into the dorms and they're taking in-person class, but their kids are alone in the dorms. There's no more sharing. Oh, wow. So, which I go, that's, again, that's, that's, that's great leadership. That's forward thinking because they're going... Inevitably, someone's going to get it, and we're going to have to quarantine you. I'm not going to send you home. What am I going to do? Put you on an airplane, put you on a bus, put you on a car. Maybe you live locally. Fine. I'm going to quarantine you in your room, and you're by yourself, and you're not going to give it to your roommate So, because I'm going to give you a room by yourself. And I'm like, you know what? That was well thought out. Like, whoever runs Stetson, I'm like, kudos to you. They said, you know what? You can go. You're quarantined to your room, and then you join in on your classes virtually. It's mm-hmm. like, you know what? That works. That's well thought out, man. That's that's good leadership. That's his stuff, man. Like, um, yeah, I, I hope we do have a college football season, man, because I think you're right. I think the it keeps these kids out of um, out of whatever scenario they're from. It keeps these kids kind of structured. I think if anybody has a chance to to kind of uh, control this, it's probably a college football program like a Florida, like a Miami, like a Alabama, like a Clemson, like. They have the money. They have the pockets to be able to say, guys, you can't go this. You stay within this. And here, here's your, you know, whatever, your little arcade that you guys can hang out in. And you're all together. Kind of like what the NBA did with the bubble. Dude, to this day, zero positive tests at the NBA. That's amazing. You want to talk about well-run? Zero positive tests from the NBA. The games look fantastic on TV. And I know we said this last week. I have never watched more NBA basketball than I have in the last week. But J.J. Redick. Yo. I feel bad for JJ, bro. But 13 seasons. To be fair, bro, he got a teammate who's trying to eat his way out the league. Yo, Zion. The worst thing that could have happened to Zion, bro, is, <laughs> is them get eliminated. Because now Zion's just going back to gumbo and jambalaya. Like, the worst city that Zion could have ended up in was New Orleans. Like, you got to put him in a food with sh- in a city with shitty food. Like, Zion should have been in Portland. <laughs> or, like, Minnesota. He is, he is looking a little extra thick. Bruh. I feel so bad, and I and, and you know maybe it's his natural body. Like he's 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 you can tell he's kind of thick. He's a big bone. He's kid. a big guy, yeah. and he's a great player, a great player. Like you watch him, and I feel bad watching him sometimes because he gets into a rhythm, and then they pull him out, and you're going, man, he's just getting the feel, and this kid's gonna be so good. But I go, but he's gonna be so good, and he's only gonna play through his first contract. Like I'd be shocked. I hope. I hope not. I, I hope, hope not. I hope. I hope I'm so wrong, and I hate to do this to like a 19 year old kid, yeah. man, because again, it's a kid following his dreams. He he. Whenever you hear him speak, he you can tell he means well, and he's so enthusiastic, and he's perfect for the league, right? Like he's so positive and he's so happy. But I just look at him and I go, ah, man, his body's not gonna hold up because he's been hurt in college. Yeah. He's been hurt in high school. He's been hurt in AAU. He's been he like. You go, you hope, you, you know what trips me out is that these sports teams have have big budgets, obviously, when it comes to health. I hope that the Pelicans get someone in who go, hey, man, like, and, and they do some studies and go, here's your ideal weight. Here's how we can take some pressure off those knees, off those ligaments. The human body's not meant to be, you know, 6'10 or whatever, 260 pounds. Like, it's it's just not. So you would hope that, and the, and the other part of the flip side of the coin is his dominance is obviously helped by the fact that he's so big but you go can we get him to be there and muscle and still be a bully and still be able to um 
you know, like exert his will on the game because he's so good and he's so dominant and because he's so big and powerful. It's like, how do you keep him like that and just take some pressure off those those joints, man? Because listen, man, I feel Shaq, bad, man. Shaq did it. Shaq did it. You know, so like it's true, man. Shaq would have had a longer career if he would have had some self discipline, right? Like, there's so there's a way, right? And so you hope that this guy gets around gets around somebody who's going to. Kind of show him the way and 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 show him how to how to take care of his body. But Shaq played stationary, right? Like I look at Shaq it's, and I go, "Oh, you know, different positions." Yeah, different positions. Shaq played. This kid's whole game is I'm going to the basket and I'm running you over and I'm going to dunk on you. Like and he and he bullies you into a rebound. He plays a, a I don't even know what to call it, like a like a three or a four. Um, he's so good, man. So good. So I hope I really do hope that that team figures it out with him and figures out a way to to get him. Uh, at the right place because you figured the thing he was missing was a resource, right? Like you, there's world-class trainers now and world-class nutritionists and world-class everything. Um, maybe they can help him and say, Hey, here's what you need to do. And then, and then hopefully he's disciplined enough to follow that. And, and maybe it's not weight. Maybe it's, it's the weight has to be put on differently, or maybe it's, maybe it's, uh, uh, some kind of exercise or some kind of regimen for his joints or whatever it is, but we know he's injury prone. And the fact that you're limiting a 19, 20 year old minutes, you know, like this early in his career is unheard of because 19, 20 year olds, you know, that you could sprain an ankle, you'll be on and popping yep. an hour later. Um, and I'm sure he feels that way right now, yeah. but but they are limiting him. And, and hey, hopefully they're doing the right thing. But JJ, huh? 13 straight years. 13 straight years. You man. know what, man? I hadn't thought of that. And then I thought, yeah, with the Magic, he was on those Magic teams that made those yep. finals runs, right? And now, then it's not exactly those. hard to make the playoffs in the NBA. I mean, no. dude, there's teams under 500 in the East, like way under. Like, listen, full disclosure, I'm a Nets and a Magic fan, obviously, because I grew up in Jersey and then and then I live in Orlando. Um, and even the Nets, who aren't going to make any noise, are like the sixth or seventh seed. And they're like 10 games under 500. Are the How Magic in? Bad. The Magic are the eighth seed. Nice. And the Magic have won like six games. It's crazy. I, I don't know. And and it's funny, man, because I hear people, uh, obviously we're in Orlando, so you hear people going like, the Magic are one star away. No, they're not. The Magic are a lot of stars away from being competitive. Uh, it, 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 the only reason it looks competitive right now, and it's something we were talking about earlier, is teams aren't trying. Yeah. Like the teams who have clinched, like the Clippers, aren't trying. Like they don't care. The seating doesn't matter. There's no home court. There's no thing. You can clearly tell, like, the one team that worries me, man, is I pick LeBron and the Lakers to win a title this year. And the more I watch their games, the more I think, man, LeBron got stuck with the same garbage he always gets stuck with, which is a good number two. And, and the rest of the team is trash. And at the end of the day, when you get into the playoffs and you have to face a team like uh, the Clippers, who are pretty deep. And They're listen, deep, I bro. knock the Clippers because I, I think Kawhi is good. I don't think Kawhi is the game changer that everybody thinks he is, but he's good. I'm not going to because you look at Toronto. Toronto still the number one, number two team in the East with without Kawhi. When when LeBron left Cleveland, they were barely a good college team, like barely. But Kawhi leaves Toronto, and they're the exact same seed that they were the year before. Maybe they it's, drop one. It's spot. because of Siakam, man. Listen, it, it maybe right. It's Siakam. It's Van Fleet. Or Van, Van Fleet. Fleet or Dude, my, it's, my, it's my son uh, hates the, Van. Not the Rosen. Uh, what's his name? Who's left there? No, it's um the point guard. It's Lowry. I'm Lowry, sorry. That's Kyle Lowry. Like yeah. their their team is good, and that coach might be the most underrated coach in the NBA. Nick Nurse might be the most underrated coach in the NBA. I don't think the Bucks are for team, real. They, they have, have a, a great team. team, and I think a lot of that is a coaching. And I think a lot of that is that talent that they have around Kawhi. And that's not taken away from Kawhi. I think Kawhi is good. I don't think Kawhi can be your number one. I don't think Kawhi can be the guy who leads your team because I don't think. But then, but then, if that's the case, then there is no number one in the. In, in LA. 
I don't think Clippers. so. I think I think if it wasn't you for can't Kawhi, say Jones. I don't think there's a number one. I think there's a it number one a, on paper, right? Right. Like, there's a there's a point five and a point five. Correct. I think that's what they have. It's that's, actually that's perfect. It's a point five and a point five because I don't think that Kawhi is a like a guy like a rah rah guy. I'm gonna get the locker room amped yep. up. I don't think he's cerebral enough. I don't think he's. I don't think he he's like mentally he's probably great with himself i don't know that he shares that with the team maybe i'm totally wrong um i would think if anything that the the team would maybe feed off of his play yes versus him getting them or you get more open looks because he's getting double teamed or 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 teams are collapsing on him so maybe you're open more like he certainly opens up the floor whereas lebron is uh uh obviously a dominant force physically but lebron's basketball iq to me is just insane it's insane and and actually i'm I'm gonna take that step further dude luka Doncic, bro is like his basketball IQ, I watched that Mavs game this week, and the passes he made without looking because he knew where people were supposed to be on the floor. I went, this kid is the real deal, and if this kid stays healthy, watch out, man. Did that you play, did you see them play against the Bucks? Yes, he was. Dude, I watched that entire I, game. I was gonna say, Fantastic. I was waiting for Giannis to go. Let me guard this guy. And that's why I think and it never Giannis, happened. And and yep. And I'm glad you brought that up, man, because I, I was watching it with my brother, man, and I was and I was telling my brother, I go, the Bucks, Giannis is missing something, and I can't figure out what it is. I go, he's ob- there's no disputing that Giannis is an it's just he's an incredible talent. He's a freak. He's a freak of nature. Absolutely. He's but there's that it thing, right? That you always talk about. And I go, Giannis, I don't want to say that he doesn't have it. It hasn't clicked yet. And I think it will. He's young enough. I keep forgetting that he's 25, right? It feels like he's been in the league forever. But you go. It will click at some point. It'll click, and and Giannis will will get it. But there's something there that he doesn't have. It's like that killer instinct. It's that like he almost seemed hesitant to take the ball at the end of the game. Like to your point, he didn't want to guard Luca. Like if you're the alpha on that team, you go like, no, give me him. Right. Luca, on the other hand, wanted the ball on every possession and was, <laughs> and I go and was either going to the hole was taking a shot or he was making the right pass every time. Now, whether or not people drained the shot was different, and, and a lot of times they did, but he wasn't afraid of the moment against arguably, you know, the second best team in the NBA, maybe first. Um, and, like, I, I just looked at that. I remember thinking, Luca's good. I think that Bucks game took me to another thing where I just went, this kid's going to be the real deal because I keep forgetting he's 20 years old, man. Right. He's and 20. So they had an interesting thing on ESPN this week where they go, um, who do you, if you had to pick from these four stars, like who do you who do you pick? And it was like Zion, it was Luca, it was Trey Young, and um, the kid from Memphis. What's his name? Oh, John Morant. John Morant. And and like they did like a like a like a poll, and overwhelmingly the 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 fans think. Oh, it has Luka. to be dude. John Morant is phenomenal. I think John Morant's gonna have a longer career than Zion, but he's small. He's like 6'3". Um, Zion is dominant, but you go, I don't think Zion gets past that first contract. And I hope I'm wrong, man. I really do because I think... I hope, I hope you're I, wrong I hope too, I'm man. so wrong, man, because I like watching him play. The few yeah. times I've seen him, I'm like, man, this kid's so fun and he's so joyful. And you hate to see someone like that not make it. Um, Luca, man, it's just his style of play. You go, he's going to last. Um, like he looks durable. The fact that he's had like five, six years of pro overseas ball, and usually Europe, we knock him because they're 
They're Didn't soft, he begin? Right? He began like 13. Yes. Right? He's been playing since 13. And, and you know, we knocked no, the no, European. Like, like professional. Professional ball. Since 13. Yes, since yeah. 13. EuroLeague. So you're playing against grown men. So as soft, and I'm going to use that in quotations, you can say they are. Maybe it's softer than the NBA because they run and gun a lot. It doesn't matter. But it let me doesn't tell you matter. You're playing with grown men as a 13. My, kid, my twins are 13. There is absolutely no way that they are playing with grown men in any league. No. So you think about, yeah. Listen, I if you put me on a team with Euro guys, I'm probably crying like <laughs> six minutes into a game and I'm probably not getting a shot off, right? Like any of us, grown men, we're not getting a shot off probably in a Euro league or any. Luca's been playing pro since he was 13 or 14 or whatever in those yeah. leagues. So it's almost gotten him ready for this. So you see him and you go, he doesn't look like a kid who's two years into the league. Like, he wasn't afraid of the moment. He wanted the ball. He said, And at some point, he took some bad shots, but you go, he wasn't afraid to take them. I'm not mad at that. Yep. I'm not mad at that. I go, because the the thing, the harder thing to overcome is you being tentative, right, with the ball, with not wanting, with with thinking too much about wanting to make the right basketball play. And, and as much as I love LeBron, and you know how much I love LeBron, is I think LeBron sometimes can be guilty of making, of wanting to make the, the good basketball He's play. Much. He's thinking too much. Yep. Where Luca wasn't afraid to go i'm, I'm just gonna throw this up and sometimes he took up some horrible shots and i remember watching the game going man that was so bad it was so forced and then sometimes he would make a pass where you go first off the strength to make that pass in the paint so do it out in the three and at the end of the game he made a, a, a pass out to someone a three-point line that you just went wow like the strength to do that being like quadruple teamed essentially and then to have the basketball iq to know that guy's gonna be there yeah. because he basically turned and just chucked it blind you go, that's that's different level. I can't teach you to be smart at basketball, right? I can give you all the talent in the world physically, um, but I can't teach you the IQ part, and he gets it. Did you see the bounce pass he made under his leg towards the end of that game? Oh, my God. Dude, go look at He made a bounce pass where he went under his own leg, under another player's leg from the team on a pick and roll, and it basically almost kind of sealed the game. It was towards the end of the game. A, to make that pass is insane to make that pass with the game on the line not being afraid to because if you miss it you know that's going to be a, dumb, that's right? going to be rick carlisle reaming you going that's like making a behind the back pass in basketball when the game's on the line right. like coaches will lose their shit over that and to do that in that scenario and in and, and the pros against a bucks team it's like it was just i the minute he threw the pass i was again i was watching the game my brother was like saturday night and we're just like are you kidding me right now? Like he, the guy hadn't even, and thankfully the guy finished the play and he dunked it. But we're like, are you kidding me right now? Did we just watch that? Like the, it was so fantastic, man. I'm I'm so excited to see this kid play, like because I think between him and Giannis, um, John Morant again, Zion, the NBA is in good hands, man. For the next decade, it, it's gonna be fantastic to watch. All right, bro. Tell them where they can find us. Ooh, dude, this might be one of the longest ones we've ever done. Um, <laughs> well, well, listen, man. I, we, I had some more stuff to go through, but we're going to have to save it. Yeah, dude, I do too. I don't even think I got to half of the stuff I want to talk about. But um, listen, man, shout out to you guys listening. Um, uh, it, it's always cool to see the feedback and the comments. And, and again, don't feel bad to give us some negatives, some positives, some whatever you guys got. Um, at the Carbon Footprint on on uh, Instagram, uh, at the Carbon Footprint Podcast on YouTube. Um, you know, we'll, we'll post all the time. I'm at Juan on stage on Instagram and on Facebook. So if you guys want to hit me up on there too, um, you know, come find us, man. We, we, we love it. This is so fun every week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I got some, I got some good feedback, uh, this week and, um, you know, from, from people that I had no idea were listening. And I think I said this thing last week, 
Uh, but I got it again this week from someone who I had no idea was listening. So love to hear from you guys. You know, if you're listening and you think that we suck, that's cool too. Like hit, hit us up. Like I would love to, I'd love to hear that too. Like I want to hear everything. I want to hear the positives and negatives. We do respond to everything. Um, appreciate you guys supporting us, whoever you are out there. Cause I think we only know about 10 of you. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's it, man. Yeah, we'll man. See you next it, week. Man. Hey, hey, go out and leave your carbon footprint. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace.